Welcome, campers. This is Bryce and Aaron, your camp hosts. And you're listening to Breaking Camp Podcast, conversations about the outdoors and everyday life. Okay, here we go. Welcome, campers. Uh, Good morning. It's morning when we're recording right now. Uh, And this is kind of like a continuation from last episode, right? Because remember last episode, we this was going to be our topic, but we didn't get to it, right? So last week, yeah, yeah, yeah. So it's kind of like an extended version, right? Not a part two. We didn't. We didn't. We teased it. We teased maybe it. did we tease it? We teased. So it. thanks if you heard our teaser and you're back just because of our teaser. I haven't heard it. I don't know what <laughs> if, it is. If you're back just, because of the teaser, <laughs> I, wow, good on you. Was it teaser A or teaser B? Um, well, I there might have been a couple edits in the tease. Oh, that Chaz made? Yeah. So there was, it was a long tease. It was mm. very long. Okay. Oh, it was long. <laughs> it was long. Really? It was a little too much tease. I yeah. thought we did a short tease. You well, didn't, you didn't cut the first long tease. Well, there was some, there was some cleanup in there. Mm. Um, and you know, but there was still a tease in there. Okay. And well, here we are. Download it and here we are. Have yeah. a listen. Yeah. So. Well, good. So that'll be fun. We'll be doing that here. Um, a little bit. You got you got a birthday party coming up. Yeah. Happy birthday to Bryce. <laughs> Not to me. Not to you. So my youngest, Liza, she's fifteen. Whoa. Uh, tomorrow on on October second. So and she'll be driving you around on Sunday. She, with her permit. Boy, I hope so. <laughs> again, I I was kind of like, listen, kids, now that you're driving, I'll never drive again. Yeah. Where's my chauffeur? Right. And this has been just a massive failure it's probably on me and parenting you know you're getting fewer rides yeah but you have definitely more vehicles we have a lot of vehicles and i'm not getting driven anywhere unless amy's with me and then she'll drive but i just it's not fair these kids need to drive me around yeah you spent a long time driving them around (laughs) exactly Hmm. so anyway well that'll be a fun little day we're doing uh River just had his birthday. He's one now. Oh, my gosh. River. He holds up his one finger and says, I'm one. <laughs> so can I ask, because Deacon no-showed to the to the. Oh, we, we didn't have it. You didn't? We didn't have it. Oh, we canceled okay. it. We had too much going on. We okay. ended up sticking around and doing some other stuff. So, But he's he's one. He's one. He starts school. He, wow. It's actually today, Well, yeah, that's tomorrow, right, because tomorrow. it tracks, because seven years, seven dog years, when you're seven years old, it's the yeah. law, you got to go to school. Yeah, you got to go to school. It's yeah. the dog law. So. Yeah. <laughs> We're going to take him out. We're kind of doing this ad hoc, our own sort of dog training program, but we're taking him out to a place that trains oh. specifically hunting dogs. <gasps> really? And so we're going to design our own yeah. sort of like uh, go for the AKC, good mm-hmm. citizen, basic obedience class mm-hmm. programming and get that, mm-hmm. and then maybe... The idea would be see if we can get him service dog trained and certified that we would do um, oh, instead wow. of paying many thousands of dollars to yeah. to have him be gone and get it done. Because typically I think the way a lot of that stuff works from my internet researching is that yeah. if you want a service dog for special needs or for uh-huh. uh, vis- uh, visible sort of uh, impairments, yeah, like you just get the dog. It's already it's been already two done. years. It's yeah. done. Yeah. That costs a lot of money. So we're wow. not in that position at all to send huh. them off or do that. So we're going to kind of start with this. And, you know, we may succeed. We may not succeed. But primarily it's to train us to right. know how to train him. Right. And then if he can be a better 
behaved, more obedient dog. I mean, his demeanor is so He's good. pretty He's chill. pretty chill dog. Yeah. But it's basically, I mean, I was talking with Peggy about it the other day. It's like, if we can get to a point where he understands puppy play dog mode yeah. versus work chill, uh, you know, service mode. Right. In a variety of high stimulus environments. Yeah. That's the goal. You know? Dude, that's, I mean, if you can figure that out. People will yeah. be like, I don't know what your secret is. I, I'm, I'm coming to realize that something you told me a long time ago before I got this dog mm. is really playing out. Is that the worst, the worst thing about training your dog <laughs> is other people trying to untrain your dog all the time. <laughs> so true. You know, it's like we don't play yeah. tug of war with the dog. We mm-hmm. don't do a lot of that sort of stuff. But everybody, everybody, uh, wants, everybody to. wants to and they want to play with him yeah. that way. And it's like. And then the dog is jumping up on him, and I'm like, knee that dog in the face, yeah. you know? Like, get, yeah. that's not okay. Yeah. But other people are like, oh, this is fun. I want to do this. And yeah. so it's Or they challenge. go, they, they say, oh, it's okay. I love dogs. No, no. And you're like, that has nothing to do with what you're doing yeah. right now. Yeah. <laughs> what I'm telling you to do is stop what you're doing. Yeah. <laughs> and I'm trying to say it in a nice way. Trying to say it in a nice way without yeah. being a jerk of like, I know you're having fun here playing with the dog, yes. but you're stepping things back that we work on seven days a week with this with this guy. Yep. And so Dude, tug of war is recently. one of those it's one of the worst games you can play with a dog that you want um to give things or bring things mm-hmm. or you know, like that's a competitive like I own this. They love tug of war. Yeah. Um, and even like a lot of, um, I was doing, a, I was watching a police dog demonstration at the fair one year, I think a couple of years ago. And, um, and it was, it was when this guy was, was taking his dog through the paces and the reward was tug of war. Mm. But it was like the only time that that dog ever played tug of war was yeah. after it had finished work. Yeah. And it's like, nobody thinks like that, you know? No. But So yeah. that sort of thing will be, you know, if we can distinct, get him where he's on a, mm-hmm. he has a better distinction between play and work mode, yeah, or play and not play mode, right? Then we can overcome his desire in those high stimulus environments mm-hmm. to his natural inclination is to want to play with people or do yeah. stuff like that. Like we can bring him back and control him. So that's really it to train us, yeah, to know how to do that. And that's so, cool. I'll be, I'm, gonna, I'm gonna have to like be looking over your shoulder, yeah, and all this. That's so really we'll, neat. We'll see. Yeah, cool. So that's um, it. Right on. That's all that's going on. I did want to mention too. Um, I believe I'm correct. Our birth. One of our listeners has the same birthday as my daughter. Oh, yeah. Is it Zach? Is it's not Zach that I know of. Is it Fawn? Nope. Is it my dad? Nope. Is it your wife? No. Is it Isaac's friends? No. Hey, Isaac's friends don't listen. I'm pretty sure. Oh, I'm oh you mean is it old... Isaac's coworkers? <laughs> that coworker? No, I don't think so. <laughs> okay, I give up. Who is it? Uh, it's Ben McKenzie. Oh, Ben. Yeah. So happy birthday, Ben! Happy um, birthday to Ben. I guess though this is gonna come out post birthday. Oh, happy belated birthday! Right, belated. So, same with Liza. Happy belated birthday, Liza. Belated. It's so not my... that you forgot. Here is the no. proof that you did not forget either of them. Time stamped. Timestamp. That's right. Friday, October first. Yep. Five thirty-five a.m. That's right. Five thirty-five. Yep. If it was only true, right? Yeah. Um. And what else? I, I wrote down salmon are running. 
Which, oh, the fishing at the coast has been incredible. The runs have been, which is positive and good to hear. I mean, you got some shutdowns. Yeah, you got some shutdowns going on, like on the Deschutes. They shut that down for steelhead um, due to poor returns. But only, over at the coast, only up to a certain level. But yeah, what do you mean? What's a certain level? Uh, up to a certain point in the river. The on the lower. Mm-hmm. Yeah, the whole river is not closed, but there's. I was talking to a, a, the shop that I went fishing at, and they're like, no, you can fish up here. It's up people, above, up, up high, well, but not the lower. Where, what's what's the cutoff? The cutoff was, uh, I believe it was Shears Falls. Oh, okay. The good or something float. like that. That's, a, that's, that's f- the best steelhead fishing on the river is from Shears Falls down, down basically yeah. Max Canyon down. Yeah, that's but, a nice float. I've done that on a yeah. multi-day, yeah. camped out and... But again, it's like always check your regs. But I was fishing up in like uh, Warm Springs area or like Madras, that area. But and you were trout fishing, right? I was trout fishing. Yeah. But he was like, well, yeah, we're, it's legal. You can fish for steelhead. Let's be positive. The salmon are killing it at the coast. Salmon are awesome. Salmon are, are just I got a question crushing. for you. Yeah. You know what else is killing? That's not a question. Do you like crab? I love crab. Crab is go- off the hook. At the coast Dude. right now. September, I mean, it may be waning a little bit, but September was like the month. And so. Really? I just got to, I want to go. How I see it... any month ending in Ur. Oh, is that That's right? That's good. Yeah. Oh, oh interesting. Yeah, because they don't all. Yeah. Hmm. September, October, November, December. December, January. January. <laughs> January. February. <laughs> Marcher. So... Aprilor. So you, that's the general rule. It's like if it's ends in ER, yeah. then it's a good month to crab. Yeah. And you can kind of bank on that? Like, is I, I think so as a general rule. I don't, I'm don't. i no crab expert, that's but I know that. Okay, so you look at those months, and mm-hmm. then you look at the weather, yeah, right? And it crummy. makes September and October really the <laughs> best times to go. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. November, December, you Ugh. really don't. Bring your Grundens. Jeez, dude, that's and super cold and just that that beach spit rain yeah the misty that stuff will get you wet huh i yeah. mean i don't i don't mind it just I, throwing some bibs throwing rain jacket pull that's when you're i actually kind of like that because it's like that's when you're going out there you yeah. know it's going to piss yeah. down rain the yeah. entire can you say that can we say that is this explicit? just just yeah. it's gonna pour <laughs> down rain but like you throw on your bibs you throw on your bulletproof jacket you got yeah. a stocking cap you got your yeah. waterproof gloves and your big old boots and it's like i'm rubber here yeah you know, i am gonna, i'm gonna be wet but i'm Morton's gonna be dry fisherman. and fisherman side yeah <laughs> right morton's fish sticks mm-hmm. <laughs> yeah well and it was so funny the other day i was talking to a friend of mine and i don't have a pair of those bibs like mm. everybody's talking about yeah. And I'm like, man, I really got to get one of those. I've been putting it off all these years. And finally, I was like, wait a minute. I have a backup pair of waders that mm. don't that have rubber soles, like lug boot soles. Yeah. And I'm like, how have that. I never thought of this before? You could just wear those, yeah. <laughs> those no holes, work. no leaky? No, they're good. Oh, nice. They're totally fine. Yeah. I don't wear them a ton because they're, they're more of a duck hunting wader. Mm-hmm. And so, anyway, but yeah, I should wear those. Yeah. So I'm good. I can go crabbing and be warm. Very dry. Go. Well, it is morning, so let's grab something to drink. All right. Well, like I said, you know, it's morning, so let's grab something to drink. Because also one of my favorite sayings is that you can't drink all day if you don't start in the morning. <laughs> oh. 
We're not having a beer. We're talking about coffee, right? Oh, coffee. Yeah. Coffee. Yes, yes, is that yes. right? Yes, yes, yes. There it is. Camp coffee today. Camp coffee. Been a little bit since we've had a Been coffee. A um, so What's to, our brew technique? Uh, pour over. Pour over. I really prefer pour overs lately. Okay. Because then it gets the water off the bean. Yeah. Brew it and get yeah. it off of okay. there. Right. Okay. Um, <clears throat> three Stones uh, Brewing. My good buddy. I uh, got, uh, got a new a new order of his coffee the other day. And so today we're drinking, now the pronunciation, I've, I've looked it up and there's a bunch of ways to say it. Mandeling or mandeling or mandeling, mandeling. Mandela, mandolin? Mandolin. <laughs> this is the mandolin. Sumatra. Kamasutra. <laughs> Did I screw that up? I don't know. I mean, I think you might have. Okay, yeah. try one more time. Mandeling, wait, now you screwed me up. Mandeling, Sumatra. Mandolin, Sumatra. You did so good. How'd the, how'd the other lady say it? Man, Manheling. Can you play that? I can't. Well, oh, it's maybe. closed? Okay. It's closed. Mandeling. Uh, Mandalay is like Mandalay Bay. Like Mandalay Bay. Okay. <laughs> but the dude, the I was talking to him, and I was like, hey, I need some coffee. It's been a while since I ordered. And um, I'm like, what you got right now? And so, and I've learned that. Oh, were you guys like in a dark parking lot? And you're like, what you, yeah, what hey, do you, what, what what do you got? Hey, I, got some, I got some chicken eggs. He's like, what I'm not going to open the trunk right now. Like, listen, like, let's just talk first. It's you know? rainy yeah. night. You're under like a lamp. We're all shifty looking around. Like all those, what do they call the big things? The, the big lamp? Street light? Street light. There you go. Yeah. <laughs> I got uh, my what coffee are, yet. What are the tasting notes? On some of these things, he's okay. Like, he's like, all right, listen. Here's that, what I got. That Sumatra you're, that you're looking at, okay. Dark chocolate, golden raisin, pipe tobacco. Oh, I was like, I'll take two. You're in. I'll take That's, two. That sounds like you. Yeah, yeah. Because um, you said this morning, you said I got some good coffee. Yeah. And I said, Yuban. Yuban. <laughs> you uh, said no. Almost a little bit better. That's now. pretty good. I mean, it's it's oh, I love some it. coffee. Mm. I'm not a. I've been drinking hibiscus tea at work lately. Whoa. You're not drinking coffee? I drink coffee every now and again. We talked about this. I like my I like my caffeine in the most efficient, direct mechanism of like, get it on board. Mainline. Get the job done. <laughs> on to the next thing. Hmm. Well, today you're gonna you get to savor mm. some really good mandolin Sumatra coffee. It's really good. So thank you, Chris. Um, I mean, I we were at. I bought it, but you know, yeah, that's <laughs> <laughs> all right. I'm still thankful that he made it. <laughs> yeah, we were at a, a coffee shop over in Sisters, a little. Uh-huh. I don't know what a brew house. What do they call them? A little coffee shop. No, it's like a what big one, where it's like a, oh, like a, a roastery. Yeah, that sort of a thing. Yeah, oh. big cool place. Awesome. And uh, I got a fancy locks. Uh, toast, you know, like and people bagels, do, and, like, well, like that. Yeah, but you know how people do avocado toast. Yeah, I got like a lox and cream cheese fancy toast. Yeah, so good. That's I what might I'm talking even about. Have a picture it had like pickled onions and. Oh, do so you know? Good. Okay, do you Capers, know how to make lox? Capers? Like, can you take a, a freshly caught fillet of salmon and make that into? I think it's just a cold smoke. Okay. I think what lox is is like a cold smoked salmon, like cold and like cured and cold smoked or mm-hmm. something like that. Maybe I should do that with the stuff I've got. Yeah, you should do something. You got a smoker, a little chief or something. You got a Traeger, right? I have a Traeger, but the, it doesn't, it's it's warmer than you want it to be for cold mm. smoke. You know what I mean? You got a little chief or something, a little box smoker? I think I sold it. 
That seems like something some everybody has. I sold it in a garage sale. I actually know oh. I did uh, when we moved from Happy Valley. I, I'm gonna have to look into that. Okay, yeah, check it out. Maybe we'll we'll regroup on that one. Yeah, maybe we could do that someday for Camp Kitchen. Mm. We can just cold smoke some salmon. <laughs> we could please a really let's do this. long and slow episode. <laughs> it's like seven hours. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Mm. So yeah, there's our cooler today. So, oh, but anyway, I didn't get to the cooler, point of Camp I didn't get to the point of why we went to the, the place and oh. roasters and, and sisters. <laughs> Rabbit trail, yeah. You and your small group, but so your package there that you had, yeah. they were selling these little things, and it was like a pour over kit in a little oh. paper bag, sort of a thing. And it's like all your stuff that you need for a pour over. It's like the little filter deal. It's your beans. It's all that stuff. It was pretty neat, and they were only like six bucks, which seems like a lot for one cup of coffee, but oh, also kind of neat. Single if going, use if you're going backpacking. It might have been two cups. Yeah, weird. But kind of the novelty of it. I'll see if I can find it. And oh yeah, I'd be. I'd love to link see in that. the show notes. Yeah, because <clears throat> I know you can get like the little pour over. There's like a little metal folding. It's like square when it's set up, mm-hmm. but it folds down flat, and you can put it in a backpack. Mm. And it hardly weighs anything uh, for pour overs. Yeah, uh, my buddy had one, and he. I mean, I had pour overs before, but I don't know. There's something different about when you have coffee outside in the outdoors. When you make true camp coffee. It's a different experience. Mm. So we are running into that season where it's cold in the mm-hmm. morning. So I'll mm-hmm. probably be having more coffee. Dude, awesome! I love it. So cool. Well, let's uh, hop out of here and get on with the show. All right. All right, Bryce. So you know how we have our hammock rating system? Oh yeah. We've talked a lot about that on the show, and too, it's too it's, much for some people. <laughs> really. You got some feedback? Carry on. Okay. Um, wow. Uh, so the hammock, I was going to say it's it's still in process. We're still refining it. We are. But it got me thinking about reviews, right? Yeah. Everybody yeah. knows a lousy one-star review for a restaurant, right? Sure. And we, and we all can acknowledge how lousy people are in general these days. <laughs> lousy. And, and yeah. need to feel like I, I, feel, I feel slighted. I better tell everyone I know about. I this. need to let the world what? know. It's my duty. I'm. Sl- I'm. I got the short end of the stick. I feel wronged. Yeah. I should put it on Yelp or yeah. Google or Facebook. Yeah. Or you know. But anyway. So For I digress. Sure. Mm-hmm. And so this is about. I was looking up different places. I heard about this article, this thing going on. And I thought it was hilarious. So the Atlantic Ocean. Yeah. Has a three point nine star rating. <laughs> That's hilarious, dude. And I was reading through some of the reviews. Mm-hmm. Uh, of the ocean? Of the ocean. <laughs> and you got to kind of read through them of like, at what point did this start becoming a thing? Yeah. And people were just do- jumping on the bandwagon to kind of like try and be funny? Yeah. Or were people like, you know, writing like, their reviews? I really am reviewing this. Yeah. Yeah. So the, uh, but since we're closer... To the Pacific Ocean, I'm, I looked at that one too. It's got a three-star review. Oh, struggling. Yeah, yeah. Um, huh. Too full was one of the reviews. Can someone <laughs> please drain it so I can see the end? <laughs> way too much water and way too much salt. <laughs> That's a good one. <laughs> I like that one. Uh, but there's only like three reviews, so I might actually review 
the Pacific, the Pacific. Ocean. Let's see if I can up that average I, a little bit. Because I feel like three, we've talked about this with the hammock rating system. Yeah. Like you think three right in the middle, mm-hmm. but like actually three is pretty good. One's yeah. lousy. Yeah. Five is incredible. Three is not like a 60% of a D. Right. I I would have to say it's too sharky. You know? <laughs> too sharky. Yeah. Too sharky. Yeah. Especially down in California. Yeah. And yeah. Oregon Coast, we have quite a bit too, but yeah, California for sure. <laughs> too sharky. Here's one for the Atlantic Ocean. Yeah. Had fun, but then a Band-Aid washed on shore. <laughs> Don't think anyone's cleaned it in months. Two, <laughs> two stars. <laughs> That's hilarious. Uh, another one for the Atlantic was most of the menu was surf and turf, and the tap tasted funny. <laughs> so people are kind of doing it in the vein of a restaurant review. Sure. So it got me thinking about what other sorts of reviews. Mm. Uh, we've talked about like the the one uh, the hilarious one star reviews of the national parks. Yeah. Right. Yeah. But I wanted to bring it back, keep it local. So I found we're going to do a <laughs> uh, what did I call it in the show notes? Uh, Oregon oh. natural areas. Oregon natural areas review quiz. Oh, How many that. can you get? Okay. So we got a we got a handful of these here. <clears throat> All right. Some of them we may talk about. Other ones we might just laugh through. But I wanted to see, and I'm going to have to kind of improvise this a little bit because i got to take out some of the information to make sure that you mm-hmm. uh, are able to not identify it. I feel like I got the one last week in the, in the teaser. Yeah, that was like the easiest one. I Did you like put it in the teaser? I can't remember. Okay. I honestly can't remember. But I, I, I feel like I got that one, and... I'm not sure if I'll get any others. I, I'm a little nervous that I'm no. not going to do well. Okay. So hopefully I can come through. Well, let's well let's see if we can do that. Right. Um, okay. So these are just keep broad in your okay. thinking. Some of them are specific, like oh, you're going to know it. You're going to know exactly it's natural area. Mm-hmm. Other ones might be outdoor activity related esque. Mm. You know, mm-hmm. or uh, yeah, I'll just leave it at that. So, okay. All right. Okay. Here we go. I feel a little bit like Tom McCall, the former Oregon governor who famously told tourists coming to Oregon to visit, but telling them not, also not to stay. I understand Oregon's need for tourism dollars. That's one of our leading industries uh, and the one that provides lo- jobs for locals. No arguments there. A couple of weekends ago, Ron and I drove up to this place on a Sunday afternoon. Mm-hmm. Neither one of us had been up to visit here in quite a while. Of course, everything was crowded and noisy, but people were mostly happy and enjoying nature. We walked through all the tourist shops and food venues, and we didn't buy anything or eat anything. We contemplated the beauty of this place with true appreciation, but when we left, we both felt deflated and unhappy. (laughs) Um... (laughs) I think when we return, we need to come here when the weather is cooler on a day that's less crowded. I also believe that we need to climb to the top of this place and make our way to get above the others and the things that lessen the experience for us and others. Wow. The water itself is really cool. We drove down from Seattle to check it out and continued down the street to Horsetooth Falls. The only reason it's three stars is because the bridge over this uh-huh. was closed, and it took the wind out of our sails. <laughs> uh, would that be Multnomah Falls? That is Multnomah Falls. Yep. All right. That's a good one. Okay, I should get my list here. Thoroughly disappointed. Like, they were just, like, deflated. Deflated. <laughs> Too many people. Bridge closed. 
Okay, this is a fair little park. Once a year, they throw the Oregon City Pioneer Festival, which is not the glory it once was. Hmm. I like to come here and feed the birds late spring through early fall. Hmm. There's also a skate park for people that are into that. (laughs) I used to go there all the time. Bathrooms are gnarly, and the river is pretty gross. (laughs) (laughs) Is that Meldrum Bar? You're really close. Let me see if I can... uh, if I can, if I can help you refine. Okay, let me start by saying I understand this is a city park, but it does advertise itself as an RV park, also. Oh, I got it. Here are my gripes. <laughs> the hosts are very standoffish. There are no real facilities, no showers, no nothing. They lock the gate at dusk and open it back up again at 9 a.m. 9 a.m. <laughs> but it's tro- total crapshoot as to when you can get in and out. <laughs> You'd hate for the river to be a rising at this place. Oh my gosh! So that's got to be Clackamat. That is Clackamat Park. Yeah. Yep. Yeah. I, I was, I, I will. Uh, I can't talk. I will frequent that place, right? Like I yeah. go down there, and there's yeah. birds and ducks, and sometimes sit there, you know, or just go down there. You look at the water. You drive yeah. around and walk around, and go run the dog. But that RV park has been closed forever to the point that I thought it was just closed forever. I so too. And then I drove in the other day, and yeah. it was open. Oh, and really? there was like three different, three oh. different RVs on the the because you can drive you like you can park your RV right on the bank of the river yeah or you can drive your car down onto the rocks and park right in front of the RVs yep and so I was thinking oh you know I, this might be fine for the camper if I need to go stay in town for a night just pop the top I can live like I'm not incognito camping on the street somewhere <laughs> yeah you know I can just pay but it was like thirty five bucks are you serious to camp for one night there are, there are hookups so you got power Jeez. you know you could watch your Netflix you could just if you needed like a nice night alone to just relax and decompress you could just watch some Netflix and chill <laughs> and just be good but apparently these reviews make it make me not want to go there because I didn't see the camp post mm-hmm. but the camp post kind of his setup looked a little bit more like a an RV you might see on a street in Portland. Oh, like wow. Actually and he was the host? Yeah. Maybe that's why it's closed, because they can't find a host to be there. Well, that's also what they got going on down at the other park down the road from my house, is that the the caretakers, the uh, hosts, yeah. the husband died, like, surprise, you know, oh, wow. death sort of, heart, I don't know what it was, you yeah. know, but like suddenly. out of the blue, suddenly. Yeah. And then the wife was like, I can't do this. And so they can't get a host there yeah. because... And they close camp in there, but like a lot of people end up having fires, and there's no fires there. So instead of having it open with no patrol, they just shut the whole thing down. You can't even go. You have to. You can walk in now. Dude, you should but go down there and do. I it. think I'm seeing that maybe this is like there's so many openings for burger flippers. There's also openings for camp hosts. camp hosts. Ooh, camp hosts. Camp hosts. I could. They'll be like, "Do you have a resume?" I could say, "No, but I have 47 hours of podcast. Would you like to listen?" That's the resume. <laughs> <laughs> okay, you ready? Here we go. Oh, here's another follow-up. I have never met a more rude campground host in my 13 years of traveling with my Airstream. Wow. This man was looking for a fight. <laughs> <laughs> I would not give it to him, but I did consider calling the police. <laughs> what? This is the camp host? Yeah, camp host. Dang. Okay. Here we go. You ready for the next one? Yeah, I'm ready. Is it beautiful? Of course. That's why it's a national park. Other than that, it's one of the worst to visit. Very expensive. Every part of this experience is expensive. Crowded. 
Sometimes there's a wait to enter. Gas stations and bathrooms are far apart on the highway and in the park, and sometimes randomly closed. It's boring. <laughs> Kids will be super bored. <laughs> I'm 42, and I've been bored at every age visiting here. Now, now my kids get bored, too. <laughs> I've been bored at every age visiting. It's dangerous. You can't jump out of the car anywhere and swim. You can't boat. Um, let me give you a little bit more to go with. Let's see here. Because. <laughs> That's funny. Oh, this, this, this is the other one. This is maybe our teaser one. Hmm. Just a hole in the ground with some water in it. Oh, yeah. So that would be the Crater Lake. <laughs> crater Lake. So that, that one, the whole thing you just described was Crater Lake. It was Lake. Crater okay. Lake, yeah. Gosh. Don't... I would have to agree with that guy. Really? Like, super boring. Yeah. Oh, I love. I think it's great. And you're like, look, it's a lake, just like a thousand other lakes in Oregon. It's the deepest lake, I think, in, definitely in the continental U.S. You it can't might be go in, in the, it? Well, you used to be able to swim in it. Yeah. Now you can't. Now you now they just arrest people who yeah. trek down and take their pool noodles. So then it's like, in. well, what's the point? You can take the boat out to Wizard Island. You can go and tour the lodge. You can ride your bike around the rim road. Hmm. Bored, you're out. I see I see the board hmm. in your eyes. Hmm. I don't this know. This is nice for pictures only. You can't swim. The weather was smoky. <laughs> I I'd say I'd be bored at every age at that one. <laughs> Maybe I wrote that. <laughs> Okay, so we're we're moving areas a little bit here. All right. Charged me admittance, then said it was closed for cleaning. Jerks. Wow. One star. One star. The column needs to have a handrail on both sides of the stairs. Too many people almost falling. My son did fall and bruised his foot. <laughs> oh my gosh. <laughs> uh Well, you said column. Yeah. So aster column. The Astoria, yep, Astoria column, yeah. Astor column. Mm-hmm. Yeah. There were some other ones where they talked about, like, airplanes. Like, apparently you used to be able to buy airplanes and throw them or yeah. something, or fly what, them. Oh, when I was a kid, we threw Super Balls off of that. Oh, the little b- Super Bouncy ones? Yeah. Oh, that's fun. Yeah, it was cool. That was when the, you can get it for 10 cents in a vending machine. Yeah. We grabbed a few, and we were like, <laughs> It was awesome. Did it bounce all the way back up to you? All the way back up, and we caught it. No, wow. No, of course it didn't. <laughs> Science would say that that's not going to happen. Not with a drop force. Not with drop. I don't but even. But maybe think, with a throw I don't, force. I think you'd have to throw it real, real, real hard. Because if you were standing on the just on at the ground level mm-hmm. and you threw it, it mm-hmm. would go up higher than you are. Sure. Yeah, but I think there's a. It's high enough where if you throw it down, it's going to be slowing long enough mm. that it's not going to give you. Okay. That I don't makes think. Sense. Anyway, but we uh, were. Kidding. All right. Here we go. Yeah. Next one. Mm-hmm. The only reason there was a second star is because of the waterfalls. They destroyed nature. They do not allow dogs on the trails because it will harm nature. However, they built a staircase. This place is so crowded you can't enjoy anything. No signs anywhere to tell you where you are, how far to the next waterfall, etc. Super difficult to navigate. Better do your own research beforehand on this place. Hmm, I don't know. That's pretty vague. Here we go. This one might tell you exactly where it is. Okay. Beautiful place. But we got robbed. They stole our huge full cooler and our hamburgers and hot dog buns. <laughs> oh, man. And our cookies. <laughs> what? Not cool. If you come, make sure you're in a group. Too many people are coming. Not very safe. Uh, I don't know. 
I'm not sure on that one. Silver Falls State Park. Oh, uh, okay. So no dogs. That's a big gripe. People say you can't have your dog because it's like a natural area. They don't yeah. want to. Yeah. But then there were some funny ones about the campground of people Dude. getting robbed and their stuff stole. Yeah, that's not good. That's not good. <laughs> no. Okay, here we go. Sweet and dangerous. Four stars. Sweet and mm-hmm. dangerous. Three stars. Easy walk down to the water. Nice, but not epic. <laughs> Four stars. Dramatic, violent waves crashing into the volcanic coastline, creating a fissure. Ranger station right off the highway next to the restroom and the upper viewing platform. Can walk down the trailhead down onto a rocky tide pool. Very limited parking. Hmm. I'm going to guess that, because I was going coastal on this one the whole time. I'm going to guess it's the Devil's Punch Bowl. Oh, yeah, you are correct. Devil's Churn. Devil's Churn. That's what they call it, yeah. I thought it was called the Punch Bowl. Okay. I could be wrong, but I think I re- when yeah. I looked it up, I thought Punchbowl. I thought that's a different thing, but yeah, it's a oh, Devil's okay. Churn. Devil's Churn. Kind of cool. Do yeah. You know, worth stopping at when yeah. you're at the the river. <laughs> Some people were griping about the tides because apparently at certain types of tides, <laughs> it's more dramatic. And yeah. I think at low tide, Other it really tides. comes in, and then high tides, it's like, eh, it's meh. just It's just full of water. Yeah. Uh, yeah. Yeah, that I do love <clears throat> the Oregon coast. For those kinds of like splashy, like hits the rocks and just flies up in the air. It's really cool. Yeah. We have some cool. That's, I like the central southern Oregon coast. The northern Oregon coast is just, I mean, it's cool. Yeah. But it's not nearly as dramatic and rugged as getting down south. I love getting down south. Hmm. Okay. Ready for the next one? I'm ready. Too windy. Had to leave early. (laughs) (laughs) One star. What is a great lake for swimming and camping, but it's become crazy busy. Very competitive trying to find a dispersed campsite. And parking is complete madness. Other than people stealing our crawfish traps, it was a good time at the lake. Fishing was good and the campground was surprisingly quiet after dark. Had a good enough time that we're already planning our next trip. Hmm. Kind of general, kind of vague. Think about a windy lake, tons of people, crawdad traps. I Well, I mean, I have two lakes in mind. One of them would be Cove Palisades. Okay. Over in lake, it's not that one. What is that called? Uh, whatever, Lake Billy Chinook. Mm-hmm. Uh, but Detroit Lake would be. Oh, that would be a good one, too. It's actually Timothy Lake. Oh, Timothy. Yeah, super yeah. windy. Really? When you get out on that main main lake, like yeah. when we stay up there on the north arm, yeah. you're so protected as long yeah. as more like a river. But that main, it it ain't fun to hmm. fish in your kayak on that one mm-hmm. if it's windy. I had that same experience out at Crane Prairie Reservoir last end of summer, about this time. Mm-hmm. And dude, I was it was in my other kayak, which was even less like mm. you know seaworthy. Yeah. And um, I had to really pay attention that I was angled into the waves because, mm-hmm. dude, I'm like, I could tip over, like, pretty easily. Oh, wow. They were pretty yeah, big Yeah, that's swells. windy. Yeah. But I kept hooking these fish that were breaking me off. I'm going, what is going on here? Wow. These are amazing. Yeah. So, that's anyway, some big fish. So I, was, I, was, I was willing to go for it. <laughs> All right. Here we go. All right. One star. Something is drastically wrong. The address for this place is Inside Tribal Lands, protected by a big security gate. We tried both sides of the river in the spot Google Maps led us to, wasted 90 minutes, five gallons of gas at least, and are very frustrated. 
Hope you find it. (laughs) (laughs) The next one says one star. As I said before, the water's too wet. We must do something about that. (laughs) Oh, my gosh. That's ridiculous. Oh, here you go. Here you go. This this, This will really help you out, I think. I mean, it's out there. Pretty wild, and outside of the train that rallies through at 2 a.m., which made me think I was going to die, yeah. I had a blast just listening to the river make them rock and roll. I don't know what that means. Probably best to skip it, though. There's all the sand, and I had to sleep on the ground. It gets cold during the winter and probably too hot during the summer. Is it, I mean, Canada? Is that what? The Deschutes River. Just the Deschutes Just in the general. Deschutes in okay, general. It's more general. Too wet. Too wet. The train is for real train is for real dude it wakes you up it's that's pretty so... interesting when you look at like the way that those tracks were mm-hmm. designed because they're on both sides and they had like a competition of who could complete it first and that's why you have the flats coming up on the lower on the side that doesn't have the train tracks i didn't know that yeah so you can walk up on the lower yeah. along the tracks yeah along a flattened sort of graded <clears throat> train track-esque area right but there's no tracks there anymore because the other side won by getting it completed first. Really? Yeah. Oh, are you talking about from the mouth up? From or? the mouth. On wow. The yeah. Huh. I, I've never uh, been to the mouth of the Deschutes and walked up. Mm. It's it's. We were looking at doing a bike packing trip up there, just uh-huh. kind of a shakeout sort of thing. But they have these spiky sort of something that falls out of the trees that will give you will flap oh. will give you a lot of flat tires. Yeah. So it's like, well, that doesn't sound very fun. No. So, but that would be a cool huh. way to do that, or a backpack trip up, you know. Mm-hmm. And especially if you had like a lightweight pack raft or something fun. and you could float it back down. Oh, that would be cool. Can't fish it. Can't fish it now. Can't fish it it's, now. Ah, oh, dude, I have to wait so, till next year. Yeah. Hmm. Okay, ready for the next one? Yeah. It used to be a doable bike ride for me, but I watched it go from a beautiful sunrise and a view of Mount Hood in the morning all the way down to an unsafe, trash-strewn, needle-littered, shopping cart, obstacle-strewn, urine-smelling, unsafe place where women have been attacked and people ambushed. I don't go anymore. I'm waiting until they clean it up. They need to mow down and plow out all those weeds that people hide behind. Check back sometime in late August. I'm going to dust off my bicycle and go again. Or what was once a beautiful biking and walking trail has now become a haven for homeless campers, drug users to leave their paraphernalia, and crime. People are attacked, native plants destroyed, and garbage everywhere. One of the things I like to say when I ride along this is, that's not apple juice. (laughs) I don't know. Is it Sandy Ridge? The Springwater Trail. Oh, Springwater Trail. Gotcha. I haven't been on it in in a while. I wouldn't go there. Yeah. It's not a safe place these days. That's And it's a long trail. Like, you can ride from Boring. Yeah, you used to be able to ride all the way, and then you can go all the way into Portland and connect up and ride out back along the Marine Drive and do a big, huge loop. Super cool. Yeah. Unfortunate. No easy answers to all that stuff. Right. Okay. Came here to celebrate the Olympics and soon found out that it was being held in Brazil. (laughs) Saw no gold medals. Or anything, just dumb nature or whatever. Zero five don't like. You said the Olympics? Is it the Olympic National Forest? Olympic National Forest. Yep, that is. You got it. Nice. All right. I love the OP. Ooh. Oh, this one. I forgot about this one. Dirty and littered with garbage. No one was considerate of following the rules. Don't bother with this one unless you want to hike for 40 minutes and then wait for a tub of upwards of two hours or more. Oh, that's got to be Bagby Hot Bagby Springs. Bagby Hot Springs. 
one of our frequent flyer locations. I do not go there. Yeah, that's... I don't recommend people in general go there. Like, it's it's not the safest spa- space. Uh, There's not really a lot of good stuff happening there. Uh-uh. It used to, in, yeah. you know, in its heyday. Yeah. Um, but there's been some management changes mm. of who who operates it for the the concessionaire for mm-hmm. the national forest and all that stuff. So huh. just not safe. Don't go. All right, ready? It's a volcano, but it's not even active. <laughs> just looks like a regular mountain. No visible lava anywhere. Cold. Few amenities. Not wheelchair accessible. Windy. No outdoor heating. Not as big as I had hoped. Really a big letdown, so I'm kind of mad. One star from Henry. <laughs> One star. Basically just a big hill that sticks out of the ground. The walk up is really steep, which is annoying, and there's no <laughs> amenities at the top. Bar, toilets, etc. There's spotty reception at the top, so that's why two stars. <laughs> is that Mount Hood? That's Mount Hood, yep. <clears throat> so good. I think you can get this one pretty quickly. One star. The most polluted river in Oregon. Nasty. Willamette. Willamette River. Yeah. I think it's better than it was, though. It got real bad for a while. Yeah. So. Well, that's those are the reviews I was able to find in a quick little review thing. So I, I it's hilarious. I was telling you earlier today that you can do. I got a new phone, right? Uh-huh. Yeah. And I was telling you that you can do a chat with Apple through messages Super on cool. your phone, yeah. so they can whatever concern you have, you can just do it there. Yeah. I was reading how to ensure. I was reading a quick little article. that was like, how do I tell if I'm talking to an AI bot or a real person? Huh? You know. And so they gave you some things like to look for and tone and, and structure, but also ways to ask questions. So I asked, one of the questions was like, what color are your shoes? And I'm like, I'm typing in there. I'm like, I'm not sure if you're a real person. So I wrote something. I'm like, uh, I asked and they told me about their shoes. I wrote another thing. I'm like, uh, I did a, they asked me, they said, thank you for letting me know the concern. So I'm trying to figure out if this is a real person, mm-hmm. Right. Thank you for letting me know the concern. And I said, you're welcome. I said, people are in the habit of telling people about their concerns these days. <laughs> I'm going to review this call after uh-huh. I'm done. <laughs> oh, man. I had one more other comment where that I thought was kind of funny, too. So the chat bot, the, cha- the chat, who knows? Maybe it's a person. At this point, I'm like trying to figure out, is it a person or is it a computer? Oh, you're is still, a, okay, gotcha. I say, uh, they say, no worries at all. I can definitely understand how it can be confusing. I said, thank you, but I wonder if you're a real person. They said, I am definitely a real person. I'm sorry for the delay. We are having a systems issue at the moment. I said, because if the computer code understands my confusions, we're all in trouble. And also, what color are your socks? <laughs> <laughs> what was the answer? Uh, the, guy, the person said, I'm assuming it's a guy. Actually, Aaron, I'm wearing Jaguar socks. Jaguar socks. Like the Jacksonville Jaguars? Yeah. And I said, like the foosball team? Nice. Exactly like the foosball team is what the person said. <laughs> nice. Okay, so you vetted him. That's yeah. cool. So that was fun. But, uh, you know, people... I think it's just funny how when people share, they feel the need, like you said, they feel the need to, like, complain about and warn everybody from their bad experience that typically was like, well, either you went with unreal expectations or 
or unrealistic expectations. It or, is my civic responsibility to tell others yeah. about the reality of what's going on here. Yeah, exactly. And it's just, you know, I don't know. It, it's it's like you said. It's a some of the things are difficult issues to solve, but. Um, but just going like, oh, it's too windy. It's like, okay, well, you're <laughs> seriously? <laughs> yeah. I don't know. Like, or you read like a review for campgrounds and it's like pine cones everywhere. Right. Somebody should sweep. I'm like, what? <laughs> uh, I don't know. I wonder what people did before there was Facebook and uh, Yelp and Google and all this mm. stuff to air our complaints. I know. Well, I think we just grumbled a bunch. I don't know. But do, do you ever go to play or like when you're looking to go somewhere, do you look for reviews to, to like give you any sort of information or how do you get your research? Um, I mean, I do sometimes look at reviews for places mm. in different pla- different sources, but also that that I take all that with a grain of salt and mm-hmm. understand that people are people. And mostly what people want is. They feel slighted. I want to get this off my chest. I'll puke it on the internet. Yeah. I'll feel better. And so I understand that by nature, people are more inclined to complain about something yeah. than like compliment when things go really well. So I try and personally, when like if, well. if I were to look at my my limited yelping, yeah, like I try and share good experiences that I have and mm-hmm. just let the lousy ones be like uh, you know whatever yeah it was i might not go back i might give them a second chance but i don't feel it's my job to yeah. put them people on blast on the internet but i do some yeah. i've kind of worked with some places where i manage some of their online mm-hmm. reputation management mm-hmm. and so like i get to see them those people and it's just you realize how petty people are yeah, yeah. and entitled and it's unfortunate so i take it with a grain of salt totally. but i read it i don't really I don't really research much stuff. I mean, hmm. I, yeah, it's kind of like you know, you want to know how the weather is, like look out the window, or you can right. <laughs> check your phone app and see what the weather's going to be. Right. You know, <laughs> so funny. So, oh so, man, well, that's it. Thank you for uh, for quizzing me. I, I did way better than I thought I was going to. So <laughs> you did good. <laughs> we got to circle back too on our on our hammock rating system. So maybe next week we can try and have something to rate in our hammock system. Okay. Okay. <laughs> well, thanks for listening. Uh, hey, find us on social media. You'll find a few posts here and there. Nothing big. Uh, but mostly, we'd love you to uh, share the podcast with a friend that you think might might enjoy listening. Um, and then give us a call, 503-427-8743. Leave us a message. Talk to us. And maybe we'll play it on the air. We'll see. Maybe. And most importantly, get outside and have some fun. Bye.